Hello and welcome to the 100 day writing challenge, day 6. You know, the obvious way to write a novel is to make a rough plan of how you want the story to go, then start with the first sentence. Tim Clare caught the ninja star mid-flight an inch from his jugular and flung it back at the furious chef. Then you keep putting one sentence after the other until you reach the last one. No thanks, he said, lighting his cigarette off a charred table leg as in the distance the lobster restaurant burned. I've had all I can eat. The end. And, and, and some novels have been written like that, get written like that. It's not wrong. You won't ever finish a novel and then this red light comes on and a klaxon blares and you discover you've been disqualified for using an illegal technique. Unless you keep like Neil Gaiman chained to a radiator in your basement and force him to write it for you. That is very much illegal. So I discovered. But there are more or less effective strategies right there are multiple ones and you get to try all of them if you want to there are ones with significant costs ones that maybe make your life harder than it needs to be ones with less chance of success than others that's the point where we can start having a conversation because going oh there is no wrong way to write sounds egalitarian but it's just dodging the question it makes me really peed off it it really boils my piss so i was bleeding out from a gunshot wound and asked you please what's the way to the nearest a and e that's a short for accident and emergency and you went look the main thing is don't let anyone tell you you're doing it wrong whatever way you want to get there that's up to you that's not helpful advice i don't feel liberated by your even-handed willingness to countenance multiple points of view friend just give me the directions and trust that I'm not so gormlessly in awe that I can't apply critical judgment. Like, it's not hard, is it? Like, if we were at a cafe and asked you what sandwiches you'd recommend, you wouldn't go, ooh, well, you'll get a lot of advice saying cheese this and avocado and rye that. But the main thing is you need to remember this is your sandwich and you've just got to enjoy it how you want. Look, I'm not stupid. We're not reopening the canon of Holy Scripture here. I won't build my whole life around your sandwich answer. I'm just asking for a data point, you fucking patronising loon. Like, what it means is it's, it's, this is, it's often hard to pin down authors on anything, right? Because they'd rather drop the smoke bomb of equivocal chunter and vanish than risk sounding disagreeable. Well, I think that's silly and unhelpful. I don't mind being wrong as long as I'm clear about what I'm wrong about, if that makes sense. Look, I trust you when I say things to know that I'm just one person and not an astral deva descended from the paradise realms come down to give you scripture graven in stone. Like, sometimes throughout this course, I'm going to say things like, don't do this, or you should always do it this way, or this is wrong. And blunt statements like that. I trust you that you're intelligent enough that you can see I'm just one man and you won't let my conclusions completely bypass your critical thinking. I'm learning all the time. You're learning, hopefully. I've admitted that I am, you know, I'm a flawed as a writer and I sometimes am mean to myself and struggle and a lot of my stuff comes out bad, right? You know, but look, if I end up prefacing every assertion with qualifiers and subclauses and, oh, it's just, I don't know, well, you could be said, and like, like I'm writing a legal document or, or, or worse, a thesis, we will be here all day. I just think it's less faff for me to state stuff as absolutes and, and you use your own critical faculties, okay? Huh. So what if, because we're mavericks, because we're completely out of control, like hogwild maniacs, we come at novel writing from completely the wrong angle? What if, you know, instead of coming up with ideas or characters or setting, we, we start with a title? 
or dare I say it, multiple titles. Now, you know how novel titles works. Sometimes they're just a single word, disgrace. Sometimes they're the something, you know, the road, the honours, the da Vinci code, the uh, dispossessed. Sometimes they're a fragment of a poem, quotation or lyric of mice and men, last argument of kings, things fall apart. There's that other format that's become popular again recently, the something something of someone, you know, the 36 miraculous pigeons of Trevor Snodgrass. That's not a real one. I made it up. A title might use alliteration. Often the title gives a clue to genre. Commercial fantasy tends to have the words king, blade, mage, blood, throne, sword, war or dragon somewhere in it. You know, the mage of kings, the blood of dragons, the war of blades, the sword of the throne, the king sword of the dragon war throne. You know, you would know that that wasn't cosy detective mystery, wouldn't you? You really don't have to know anything about what the novels in your list might be about you're just going to make them up and, and you need slavishly parody existing tropes either the idea isn't to make a, a, a jokey list although some of the titles might be amusing you know go wild create some some that sound like modernist poetry they don't have to follow anything at all slam words together boogle 99 what might that be about oliver's dog an existentialist draws a bath the mental health questionnaire just have a go you know please do create some bad ones. A range of tone is, tones is good. And sometimes it's like you attempt to do a bad one and it accidentally backs into being all right. But, you know, no need to make them all jokey either. The danger when I do this exercise, when I set it in workshops, is, is people knowing that they've got an, obje uh, an audience. They get the urge to lean into quips because when you read them out, you know, they're what gets the response. People chuckle when you do a funny, when you do a, a Harry Potter parody in your in your in your thing but but i you know i encourage you to explore all sorts of ways of generating a title this is a completely risk assessed zero g dojo where you can experiment with all sorts of styles see what effects you can create doesn't matter if you stack it i'm not going to get cross at you so the more variety you go for the greater the benefits to your voice right 10 minutes as many made up novel titles as you can ready go
And that's it. We're done. You did super great. I'm proud of you. So I just want you to park these for now. By all means, have a flick back through them. A cheeky peruse. One or two might strike you as particularly effective. Some might be obviously derivative or very exaggerated parody titles. That's cool too. I think parody and satire can be really effective ways of exploring voices or easing yourself into writing with the excuse that you can always say, well, look, I wasn't being serious. This is obviously just a joke. If you feel the need to do that, that's fine. Later in the course, there definitely will be some bits, some exercises where tonally I'm asking you to go to some more earnest and vulnerable places. But to be clear, I'm I, I'm absolutely not saying that the only good legitimate writing is hand-wringing and emotive. Jokes and silliness are awesome too. Uh, they, they make human beings happy, which is wonderful, right? And as soon as you exclude particular styles from your idea of what's proper, you're hamstringing yourself and discarding valuable tools you might need later on. Right, I'm done. You've done so well. Go treat yourself to a lo lovely cup of tea. I'm ridiculously proud of you and I'll, I'll catch you again tomorrow. The 100 Day Writing Challenge is made possible with the kind support of Arts Council England.